Welcome to the land of the living. I'm Holly Long. My band is called Bully Heart. And I'm here with my co-producer and band member, Daniel McMaines. Hi there. And host of the Bay Shed podcast, Ryan Roberts. Hey, everybody. We're here in Dan's studio in North Hollywood. We're discussing songs from our latest release, Land of the Living. This album's a collection of songs unified by a single theme. That theme is murder. Each song explores a unique perspective of humanity through a different character's lens. This song is titled, Jimmy. Now, one of the more, um, I don't want to say more interesting tunes, but one that has a lot of imagination for me when I was listening to to the album um, is the song Jimmy Don't Go. So I couldn't quite pinpoint the narrative of the character, who the character was. I kind of understood a, a good portion of the narrative, but there was a lot of room. This is this one's really impressionistic. Um, so what what's the... Where are we at? Where what's the starting point from the song Jimmy Don't Go? Well, should I should I just ruin the surprise? Do you want to reveal it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it's important for whoever might be listening to at least know what my intention was. Mm -hmm. I you know, however successful it is or not. Um Jimmy Don't Go is a is a is a ghost story. Right. Um, Now a very specific ghost that I would have never there was some attention paid to reveal the type of ghost, but I, I would have never come across that myself. Jimmy, don't go down there. The lights are low and the air is so full of sound. And I cannot protect you if I am not around. I've been aboard this vessel 200 years. about the the type of ghost well when dan and i first talked about this record way before it became this record we were talking about doing a uh musical together um and we were also talking about writing sort of a one-woman show musical for me um delving around in a bunch of different ideas about death about grief um about uh, sort of the shadow side of mm-hmm. life. And um, one of the things that I just sort of was poking around on the internet about was um, was ghosts and specifically sirens. Right. Who, yeah. Who were, you know, ghosts that would lure sailors to their death. You know, these mythological sort of powerful, sexy creatures. Um, and do you know what the, the nature or the history of, this is or like what kind of mythology it's rooted in the siren I, I i think every um i think different cultures have their own sp- specific version of it version like i know uh valkyries were specifically um uh not germanic but they were um you nordic? know viking okay. so they'd be nordic right yeah, yeah. The, Val- the valkyries were sort of sirenesque but they they even they had a little bit of a different job because they were supposed to ferry the dead soldiers who came out of uh who came out of war or fighting they were supposed to take them up to heaven okay. valhalla right so the valkyries are almost like they were like the taxi cabs to 
What's the specific? They're just commuters. To Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas Sirens, which I think came from more of like Irish English lore. It always seems to have that feel, doesn't it? Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I used to read about it in a um it, this uh this book that I that I had as a as a kid. Like I checked it out from the library so many times that the librarian gave it to me when my family left that town. Hmm. I mean, for years I would just check this one book out. Uh, and there was a a siren story. the The title of the book was uh, Greek Myths and Legends. So oh, Greek sure. myths, Greek myths okay. and legends. Uh, so that's that makes sense. The, they the, were avid sailors, the Greeks. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they were crushing the mythology game. They were really trying right. to set in the pace. For Either all that. they everybody were... else is trying to like look at what the Vikings did. They what kind of lame mythology is this? Like they're just doing the transportation. Come on. When I when like, I visualize a siren, the scope here. Well, of, either of that. Some of these creatures, you can or... do anything. It's mythology. There's no limits. Yeah, but and maybe, they put it but in this maybe, very tight. But maybe the Greeks were also just really good at preserving their books, right? Mm. So, which is why their mythology seems to be the front runner. Yeah, okay, least so you in think it's Western only culture. now that we can go back. We there's more coverage on the Greeks. I think there's more coverage. Yeah, I yeah. think it's basically it's a numbers game. Mm. And I think, and I especially could like the Greeks. solid bookkeeping skills, the Greeks and right? great hair <laughs> and great, and maybe yeah. some great beards too. We don't know. Uh, there's, I mean, it goes along with the hair. Yeah, <laughs> there might have been some great baldness. They just didn't preserve it as well. As, uh, <laughs> <Irish>. <laughs> oh, Dan, one can only hope for you. Um, I'm sure they came up with some nice moisturizers. <laughs> you know, if you can come up with Zeus and the Olympics and all this stuff, you can create a nice balm. Greek moisturizers. Yeah, it There's exists. Yet another corporate sponsorship <laughs> awaits this podcast. It's gone um, international. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, sadly, so you put me on the spot to to reveal that I really didn't do a whole lot of research on Siren. Like, uh-huh. you know, so I don't exactly know where it comes from. But I do. I, I was. I wouldn't um, expect you to. Actually, you knew way more well, about it than. I, I think the Sirens, well, at least in Greek mythology, it's three sisters, if I remember right. Oh. Um. And they, and they that are, sounds like the Shakespearean witches to me around the. But, I, but was that? Did maybe, that maybe, I mean, is that derived? Right, maybe that's yeah. sort of yeah. yeah jives. I don't know. I mean, like I mean, like with a lot of mythology, there's you know very similar stories in different cultures. There know? are there's these i i i iconographic images or, or like yeah. the the crone yeah right the old crone shows up in Eastern and Western mythology the puer like the little like Peter Pan who won't grow up shows up and i think yeah i think you're right i think a lot of different cultures have sirens these sort of beautiful but scary deadly women they they lure you with a song to your death in the ocean in greek it's mythology the ocean? yeah it's, it's like they're to go that's though right i mean if yeah. you're gonna Drowning? go you're all gonna go it's, you know like that's that that's the uh, of the time that's the that's the final frontier you know yeah, yeah. so right. like what's out there nobody knows and right. sometimes people don't come back uh, and the and the and the siren siren song was actually the original title of this song. At least while we were working on it, was siren song. Right, it's true. Interesting. Um, and much different. Much different. Siren song is much different than Jimmy Don't Go. <laughs> well, I, yeah, and I think so too. I, I mean, I had to change the title because it, it's not really about a siren. It's actually much more instead of about a woman trying to lure some a sailor to his death. It's more about a woman trying to protect a sailor from getting into the fray. So my my story was that uh, this this ghost is a, a woman who was captive on the ship who was either killed or who died on the ship and has haunted the ship ever since and is sort of confined to the ship. And um, she's taken a liking to this new sailor and sh- 
part of the reason that she's taken a liking to him is that she thinks that he can sense her. Most most of them can't, but he's special and he can, and she wants to keep him alive and the ship is under attack um, and she doesn't want him to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and- so there, like, this is like a war scene that you had visualized when you were... When, well, the, when this morning is happening? I mean, I was thinking more because I thought of it in sort of a different century. So it was less about a war and more about like a battle. Okay. So I thought about it more in terms of like, I don't know, mercenary ship, pirate ship, you know, one overtaking the other. Um, Johnny Depp's in there somewhere. You know? um, I, I sort in of. Court. Yeah. <laughs> Are they all watching his court case on the ship? Sea court. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, he looks better in court than he does anywhere else on the internet. Really? Can, can we just, I mean, have you seen this? Just I don't, like I, no, I don't. Random internet up. pictures of Johnny Depp where you're like, dude, what are you wearing? Like, what's wrong with you? What, you know, and then in court, he looks dapper and is like purple. And Maybe he's got a, a like a court dresser. Yeah, yeah. Tr- true. Maybe he's, yeah, he's got like a specific PR agent. For yeah, court. just for the courts. <laughs> yeah. We, right. I laugh, but that's probably absolutely true. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but anyway, so. Not no so piercings. I, just fewer. <laughs> yeah, just dumb it down. Just, leave that one. That one's got to go. Just one braid. Yeah. Not like, yeah. You um, only have 10 fingers. Let's cut it down to seven rings. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I sort of envisioned this as taking place in another century, you know, like maybe the 18th century, uh, sort of a swashbuckling time. Um, but it does, you know, it doesn't have to. I mean, that's, that's part of why. I, I love answering these questions. And then there's another part of me that's like, oh, but I kind of don't want to answer these questions because I don't want to stamp. Uh, I don't want to keep someone else's. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to keep someone else's imagination from writing their own story sure. about, about Jimmy. Don't, don't go. But that, but that was at least that was my initial uh, starting point for, I didn't for know this character. If, I didn't know as a listener, if I could trust the siren character, like I, I didn't, I wasn't aware initially that it was a siren character. Uh, but it was some kind of, I mean, the thing that it very specifically alludes to it not being a human is uh, <clears throat> the line that qualifies the time aboard this vessel, 200 years and four months to the day. Okay, well, that, we're that, dealing yeah, with something is, else right, now. Right, this is, like, this is not out, a live out, individual. Yeah. But it has intentions. It's it definitely personified. So maybe, are we thinking about a skeleton here that's been left on the ship or... But there's a motive. This character has a motive. And I didn't, the whole song, I don't know if I could have trusted that. I don't know if the character is trying to lure Jimmy in for personal gain somehow. Um, or if it's a protection. You know, there's, when the song opens out, there's a very maternal feeling mm-hmm. to how the song opens. Um, but I didn't, as the song progressed, I didn't know if the intentions of the character were trustworthy. Well, I, that's interesting and totally valid. So I don't mm-hmm. want to yes or no that, sure. I, but I, but I will say that mm, in, in, you know, sort of turning off my brain, which I have to do a lot when I write my songs, sometimes yeah. I just have to, you know, become a child again and just take, take it where it f- is flowing. Um, this character that I was sort of conjuring is because she's gone and dead and not corporal anymore. She, you know, she feels very powerless. Um, and feels and lonely as hell. I mean, could you imagine being a ghost for 200 years and you can't, you're still there, but you can't interact with anybody. You can't communicate with anybody. And, and the notion of having found a soul who she thinks can feel her 
and sense her and know she's there. Is she right? What do you think? Like, just just to like shoot from the hip. Dan, what do you think about this ghost and, and Jimmy? Do you think Jimmy actually does see her or she's just a little delusional? I think hopeful at the very least, yeah. you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 an entity that has uh, no agency for 200 centuries or 200 years or two centuries. Yeah. And all of a sudden there's this maybe I could do anything. Sure. You know, and so. OK, so, so Jimmy might be this kind of idea that she can connect a yeah. light, a light yeah. at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, interesting. so maybe maybe that's maybe it's wishful thinking. Right. Um, you know, I mean, if, you know, if, if there's a visual attached to this, you know, or a story that's, you know, uh, completed with this, maybe, maybe their communication is more tangible, but I think it is really, really open. You don't really hear Jimmy's perspective. No, you right. don't, you know, you don't right. hear. That's right. Well, I, I tried as much as I could in these songs. I, I, and I, I think I may have succeeded in, in really keeping every song down to one character voice one perspective yeah one perspective that was sort of the the task that i had put myself to in in writing this uh, but within one character you you cover a lot of what they're telling to the world or how they're presenting themselves to the world or how they're talking to themselves you you deal with their external and their internal so you're looking at the same person from two different vantage points right i i was sort of so I don't so uh I I don't want to answer the question does Jimmy see her or not sure. because I think it's I think it's both potentially true. Yeah. You know, um and and you mentioned the word connection which uh-huh. I think is um which is such a salient concept and an important underlying uh sort of vibe that runs through a lot of my music in general sure. but particularly this album because I think we all really, really yearn for connection, human connection, real connection. And when you have moments of connection, it's so cathartic and, you know, you feel really alive. And, um, uh, and I think, and I think it's like down to the serial killer who in, in a weird way is also in a sort of a warped way is, is yearning for connection of a sort, right. To Um, be seen, like, although it's through the lens of like this monstrous act to get the attention and to be seen and be understood and true. And to be right, like valued or like, you know, feared, um, to be respected, but also just from his or her, but his victim Mm -hmm. to, to have that moment of power over somebody to that makes someone feel really alive. Um, and is a weird connection in a way, sure. um, even though it's sociopathic. <laughs> anyway, so I sort of feel like all the characters uh, in one form or another are um, dancing around this idea of connection. At least I know I am mm-hmm. as the artist trying to inhabit these people or create these people, you know? How much How much of these characters is a personal pursuit to wrap up some loose ends in where you're at. How are you, are you living vicariously through these characters somehow? Gosh, maybe. I mean, look, if you put me under hypnosis, I bet my subconscious could answer that with much mm. more clarity than I. Does your subconscious like Garth Brooks? Because <laughs> that's the first thing I'm going for. Subconscious uh, probably married to Garth Brooks. <laughs> right. Kids. Who is that? That's Tammy Tucker? No, yeah. no. Is you guys. You Tammy guys. That's, that's, that's Tammy. I'm the blonde in the video. <laughs> There's your answer. Yeah. 
I was you I need was, you need a, another pillow after crying that much. That <laughs> pillowcase is ruined. Well, and also just I derailed that conversation. Someone, someone needs to do something about her hair. Let's just talk about how big and fluffy that. Maybe if she just fucking like take the hair down. Maybe if she had better hair, somebody would love her. Do you think? Maybe. Well, he Probably not. Left. Maybe he they wouldn't have left. Maybe they wouldn't all leave. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Have you even seen your hair? Yeah. Um. So back back to like actually. <laughs> How do we recover so from the Garth Brooks? The, the Garth Brooks cave that you keep spelunking down. I, you know, you Garth. Like, like to go back to your your original question, I never considered that she was uh, disingenuous. I always the thought, siren. The siren. Yeah. I always I always thought this is somebody who, who uh, tragedy befell, and they're like they're she's just all, kind of only lonely path, and needy, or like only path to salvation is helping somebody not suffer the same fate okay you know, that's that's the way i always perceived it but i think it's i but but i've also you know i like the idea of it being the other way because i have like a few tv shows um recently where everyone's kind of referring to the main characters as an unreliable narrator mm-hmm. you know yeah um yeah that, and that's, does, that does seem to be a big trope nowadays is it? Yeah. yeah and there's been a couple of shows narrators. like that that i've really liked okay um and like books too yeah a lot of novels are like that too you know where you have, you have somebody who's like suffered trauma and they're mis- misremembering or they have like a, a disability and things aren't quite connecting for them. But sure. you don't know that. Right. You're just taking them at, at their word. Yeah. Right. Right. You're looking at the world through their lens and the, the world may or may not actually. That's exist might not that how way. it exists. Yeah. 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 I guess, I guess that term, the, you know, unreliable narrator is kind of how I felt about the character of this song. I, I never, there wasn't enough evidence either way. And I, I didn't, uh, kind of commit either way to what I think about them. I have um like I have thoughts that are presented in the song and kind of created this this idea of of the character, but I never I don't know really if I should trust them, if I like them. I think I'm just kind of looking at through this scene like through a portal. I'm looking at this scene through a portal watching watching it happen, but I don't know I don't know who my I don't know who I'm fighting for yet. I don't yeah. know who I like in the exchange. I don't know if, if I should be, you know, concerned about Jimmy or if I, maybe I hope that she does connect with him and, you know. Well, I think that's by nature of the fact that it's just like a four and a half minute song, right? You don't really have a lot of time. You can keep listening to it over and over and over again if you want to, but yeah. unlike, you know, reading a novel or like watching a TV show where you, you really get, you, you really get to understand a character much more because you have, different scenes of all different perspectives, how they bounce off of other people. This, these sort of vignettes is just like a dropping in. You're just dropping in for a couple minutes and then you're out. So I sort of feel like you, you're not required to come up with an answer, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's interesting to me, the writer, um, to know what that would be eventually. Sure. Like, do you know, do you, do you trust her? I mean, I, I, I wanted to write her as someone who was, um, who was in her, in loss, in pain. And so she is self-serving mm-hmm. in a way. Um, but she's, you know, and she's also a ghost. So, you know, your imagination can run wild about what might happen to someone 
when they move to another plane of existence, is there another plane? Of, like, sure. do we remain, d- does our soul remain the same? Do we get warped? Do we change? Like, right. You know, um, anyway, but all that, these, I mean, all these are just more questions that you no, know, don't no, that's fascinating. Have to be that's super fascinating. And like another, there's a musical interlude, uh, after the last verse. And to me as a listener, that was reflective of, this kind of turbulent journey that Jimmy's about to go on. And I didn't know what the journey was, but in my mind, it was related to the character, the siren. Um, But I didn't know how that, this just kind of like dropped a lot of information and I didn't have context for what I thought the turbulent journey might be. Um, Or if, if the siren was directly related, if the siren was causing it, if the siren is somehow going to be a part of, you know, preserving Jimmy in the middle of the turbulent thing. Well, I feel like I should jump in here and say that the siren thing was just like my bookkeeping title on my in my session folder. I don't think it's ever really alluded that this is a siren in, in the, the song. song. It's not alluded to. But well, I, how you conceived I mean, of it is with it, creating the character. If, it is, if yeah. it is a siren, then I think like then absolutely like she's luring Jimmy to his death. And ah, she, so you know, not trustworthy. Then. Well, I mean, if but but again, Siren's not mentioned in the song. That's it right, was right. just it could just like, be oh, a this, ghost. This this well, is a ghost on the ocean. Let's call it Siren's song before but before if, the lyrics are even finished. If you Siren, know, that kind of implies by the nature of mythology, Sirens are going to kill. Yeah. Well, and look, the choruses of the song seem a little predatory, right? Yes. Like I could lay my hands on you and make you understand. Yes. Well, if let's say Jimmy were to die does that then mean that she has access to him in a way that she doesn't when she's dead and he's alive? And maybe, maybe that was part of the motivation for the sirens who were supposedly these very like lusty, gorgeous, sexy, they were luring the soldiers to their death. But then maybe it was self-serving for the siren also because the siren is, isn't able to access her lover until he's dead. Right, right, right. So an obsession, you know. and she just wants a, a companion, and this is the only way. Advice. She just wants to get laid. I mean, maybe yeah. you know, there's that. ghost porn started yeah. <laughs> Jimmy got that good dick <laughs> what an apt name <laughs> oh my god um the <laughs> as a tangent um the other thing when listening through this and I I think that the the ghost character is predatory I think it is a predator and I mm. don't trust mm. um and so then re- I went back and was thinking about the title should we be thinking Jimmy don't go like as someone who's then looking out for Jimmy because the motives are bad from the ghost. So I think that there's a lot of play in the title also, Mm. not only from the sirens saying, you know, or the ghost is saying, Jimmy don't go, but that's for selfish motives. Right. We should really be saying Jimmy don't go. That's right. Who should, who should Jimmy really be looking out for?
You can learn more about Land of the Living at bullyheart.com. That's B-U-L-L-Y-H-E-A-R-T. Listen to the full album on Spotify or wherever you get your music. Other episodes of this podcast are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.